Good Wednesday morning, and welcome to The Daily Buzz. I'm Sage Miller, your host for the week. Well, 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 what do we have here? It's politics editor Jeff Parrott speaking with culture editor Sean Means and culture reporter Pollock Jaiswal about a new art installation in Salt Lake City that's blowing people's mind. Sean, Pollock, thanks for joining us on The Daily Buzz. Uh, Sean, first questions for you. I understand that is a large, large mammal hanging out now in Ninth and Ninth. Can you tell us a little bit more about it? Right. There is a statue, uh, a sculpture that was built uh, called Out of the Blue. The artist, uh, Stephen Kessler, who used to live in the Ninth and Ninth neighborhood, uh, made the proposal based on the idea that when he was a, when he was a teenager, he, he lived in the suburbs and discovered Ninth and Ninth and the sort of odd arts community arts district slash you know vegan vegan restaurants and record stores and so on and it just he said it hit him out of the blue so when the uh city arts council uh put up the proposal uh request for proposals to uh have a sculpture put in the roundabout at ninth south and 11th east uh um Stephen said, well, I know what I want to do there. And he does wildlife sculpture. So he said something out of the blue. So a humpback whale was the natural choice. And it is a no joke humpback whale size, or at least it appears to be that way. Yeah. The, uh, the pectoral fins are 18 feet long each and, uh, and, and stick out perpendicular to the, to the body. The body's about yeah 40 feet, somewhere in there. Uh, and it, it, uh, it's definitely noticeable when you come, uh, come up to that intersection. And a lot of people have noticed it and have liked it. Some have liked it, some have not liked it. Some of the neighbors have complained that the process for choosing a whale in the middle of a desert community uh, wasn't the greatest idea. And, and uh, they, they have complained. And, but others, but others like it. Others like, like the idea of something weird and different in uh, in Salt Lake City, and especially in that neighborhood in Ninth and Ninth, which is sort of a uh, a place that has sort of a cool vibe. Uh, somebody somebody compared it to being sort of like Portland or Austin, and that Salt Lake is Salt Lake's counterculture is becoming uh, uh, very much like those cities. And uh, so, it like most public art, it's there to get your attention and to start a conversation. And this one has certainly done that. Pollock, you went to the ribbon cutting. What was the mood there? How did that go? The ribbon cutting was interesting because everyone was waiting for the snow to start falling. Luckily, um, it happened right after they cut the ribbon and everyone avoided getting wet, although I'm sure the whale would have <laughs> enjoyed that. But the general um, vibe at the, the ribbon cutting was very positive. There was no gnome protesters. Um, there was a husband and wife who live up the hill um, who wanted to have the whale sculpture turn either 90 or 180 degrees because the view from their house is not super great of the whale. Um, and there were a couple of gnome statues that made an appearance too. They were holding um, the ribbon up that they eventually cut. And a lot of people, um, you know, spoke about the cultural significance of a whale. Um, Salt Lake City Mayor Erin Mendenhall was there. She pointed to kind of the folklore of whales um, possibly, you know, living in the Great Salt Lake years and years ago. And um, it was a very touching event. There was a lot of people that came out, which was very surprising. Wait, wait, wait. You said gnome protesters? 
Sean, what are the gnome protesters? Uh, as as this has been going on over the last three years since the roundabout was built, uh, some of the neighbors uh, in in their form of protest against some strange whale sculpture was to were to put up garden gnomes uh, just on their own in the in the roundabout. And one uh, finally, one of them was like a, a six foot tall gnome, which is a little big for a gnome, I think. But uh, it uh, it held a sign saying whales are for the ocean. And that it became sort of it became sort of a, a, a joke amongst the neighbors uh, that uh, why do we need a whale when we have all these gnomes? The city has sort of embraced that. They 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 have the person from the city arts council that I spoke to said that uh, they they see no reason why whales and gnomes can't coexist. They they will be happy if people put gnomes back uh, on that space around the whale, and they even uh, took uh, they. they uh, the city also uh, worked with uh, Bennion Elementary nearby uh, and had second and third graders draw uh, artwork with the theme of uh, how would a, how would a community of gnomes welcome a whale to their community, and they the kids did the artwork and it was put in a time capsule which is now embedded in the whale. So no gnomes for now. At the at the moment. As of this recording, we have not heard of any gnome sightings. Uh, they they could be they could be reinstalled at any time. Pollock, was there any gnome plotting going on in the ribbon cutting? Not that I heard of. They the gnome statues they had holding up the ribbon. They ended up putting kind of at the base of the whale structure in the roundabout. Um, so they're sitting there, but other than that, no gnomes. Well, thank you both for hanging out with us today. Thank you. Salt Lake City Mayor Aaron Mendenhall believes the whale is for all to see. This week, Mendenhall joined a crowd and a pair of gnomes at the ribbon cutting ceremony. She told the audience why public art is important and that it's okay to be a little outrageous. And projects like Out of the Blue, which can surprise us. And as a resident in the neighborhood, walking and riding my bike and even driving through, I've seen surprise on a lot of faces in the last couple, uh, the last week or so. But they can activate our imagination and they can even cause us to ask questions of ourselves. That's the beauty of public art. Not necessarily the most comforting thing that you might see in your day, but something that causes you to remember and feel a place and ask questions about who we are in the community. Public art can be this lens for culture and to reflect on our values as a community. Go check out The Whale. We promise it's hard to miss. Next, Utah Senator Mike Lee and Attorney General Sean Reyes have a bone to pick with Yale's law school. The two Republicans are calling on the school to punish students who temporarily disrupted an event featuring a conservative speaker. Last month, around 100 students protested the appearance of conservative lawyer Kristen Wagner at the Connecticut School. Wagner is a member of the Legal Council for the Alliance to Defend Freedom, a conservative Christian organization. The Southern Poverty Law Center has categorized the organization as a hate group. The dean of the law school later said the protest was unacceptable, but no law students had violated school's policy on free speech. And finally... Tribune senior religion writer Peggy Fletcher Stack is currently on an assignment in the Middle East. Along with her in-depth reporting, she's also writing daily postcards about her experiences abroad. So far, she has filed daily postcards from the cities of Dubai, Jerusalem, Tiberias, and Nazareth. 
You can check out her postcards and reporting at sltrib.com. And that's it for today. You can find new episode of The Daily Buzz on your favorite podcast app. Today's episode was edited by Shoel Cardinas, and I'd like to give a big shout out to Salt Lake City band The Pelicants for our music. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow.